Welcome to episode 36 of your Routine Queen podcast. Today, I'm going to be putting on some like realistic expectations, rose-colored glasses to help you understand why you might be getting it absolutely twisted in your mind about where you should be or even what actions you should be focused on in growing, launching, or scaling your online business and to get you grounded in like, where are you now and where are you going next? So let's jump into this. It's going to be a really great episode and I can't wait to hear your feedback on this topic. This is Chelsea Fournier, AKA your routine queen. I believe that every aspect of running an online business can be broken down into a routine or ritual that you can create, master, and either love or delegate to someone who does. I help lightworkers build or rebuild the foundation of an online business that will be able to scale to consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. You too can run an online business for purpose and profit, helping your sole clients without putting yourself on the back burner. If you are a sensitive soul, an empath, a healer, a guide, and you want to make a huge impact but don't want to lose yourself in the process or subscribe to the hustle culture of most online marketers, I hope you stick around. Let's jump into this episode together. So this episode was actually inspired this morning. I had time set aside in my calendar to record this podcast, but I wasn't quite sure the topic I was going to be covering. That happens sometimes. And I really just trust like either a conversation I have with a coaching client or someone DMs me or I hear something. And so sometimes I just put in time into my calendar to batch content. I highly encourage you to do the same. And sometimes I don't know what I'm going to talk about until like the morning that I'm doing it. And so this morning's inspiration came to me while I was actually in the shower. I was listening to a YouTube video, a Joe Dispenza YouTube video. If you've never heard his work, super powerful around meditation and mindfulness and like the power of your thoughts, really, really incredible. But because I was in the shower and I don't pay for the fancy, like bougie YouTube where you don't actually have to pay, I am just free. I got ads, right? And so when you're in the shower and an ad runs, I wasn't going to like touch my phone and get it wet. It was outside of the shower, right? So I let the ad play, which I basically never do. Now it was back to back two ads that played in the middle of this video. One of them was talking about how if you watched this brand new free training from, I think it was the owner of a company called Sam Cart, and I'm not hating on this. I don't know anything about Sam Cart. I'm just telling you, it stood out to me. I was in the shower. The company's name is Sam Cart. It's like a shopping website is what I took away. How you can like put your online uh, assets out to become shoppable. That was my takeaway from the video. If I got it wrong, CEO of Sam Cart, I'm sorry. But the message was that because they have data of so many different creators and online course providers of people who are selling digital assets through their service, software as a service, that they were taking like, what were all these people who were wildly successful doing and creating a training to then help you become a more successful online seller, right? And he was very transparent. He's like, the more you sell and we teach you how to do it, ideally you use our platform and then we make money. So let's just be honest. We want you to be as successful at this as possible. So I did appreciate that. But what I've noticed is five, six, seven years ago, when I was like first in the space of creating online courses and putting out digital assets, there was a, I guess, 
initial buy-in to the concept of getting to six-figure years, that first you know, year where you had eight to, eight to $10,000 a month consistently getting to that first six-figure year. Now, at least this is in my experience, over the past two, three years, I feel like it's becoming much more like common to say six and seven-figure or scale from six to seven-figure. This guy was talking about eight figure businesses and was saying, with this free training, you will be able to lay the foundation of what could be your future six, seven, or even eight figure online business from a free training. Interesting. So I'm going to launch something today and learn what I need to do to get there. Maybe, maybe I'm not hating on it. I did not click on the ad, but have you noticed this? This can't be just me that like, why have we gone from a place? I don't know where maybe it's Maybe it's a shift. I'm not saying I hate on the idea, the manifestation, the expansion of six, seven, eight figure businesses. It is possible. People are doing it. You could do it. I can do it, right? But what I really struggle with is that so many of the ads, the pop-ups, the videos, the trainers that are talking about six, seven, eight figure earnings are also talking to someone who's brand new. Because let's be honest, a current seven figure earner is not hanging around watching a bunch of YouTubes to try to figure something out and then clicking on an ad and being like, oh, what, you're gonna help me expand from seven to eight figures? Cool. No, they have like mentors and an inner circle. And like, if you've gotten to that level, you're not just scrolling around and clicking on ads. And trainers and ad providers know that. People who are clicking on ads like, hey, I have found some of my most beautiful mentors and courses and support team through ads or through interactions online. But I also know that when I am at the seven, eight figure earnings, it's gonna be much more about like word of mouth, referral. Oh, your other seven figure friend is working with this Facebook ads person. Like that's how networking happens. You kind of network amongst the level of people that you are currently in colleague with, whether you meet them through a mastermind or an event that you go to, or they're your client. And, you know, it's just how it works, right? And so what I know is that most of these ads that are talking about the vision of six, seven, eight figure earnings are truly speaking to the people that they know are fairly early in the journey of launching an online business. Or this guy was even speaking to, you've never done an online business and I can show you how to be setting up something from scratch to be positioned to get to that stratospheric success, right? Now, I am not here to be a Debbie Downer and be like, that's not gonna happen for y'all. I don't think that at all. What I think is that it's, we've lost touch with what realistic expectations are around different phases of owning a business, of stepping into ownership of an online business. And if you get them all just confused, being like, I'm brand new and should be setting my sights on an eight-figure year, interesting. Like if you attach those two, then for the majority of people, that is not going to be the journey. And it does not make you wrong and it does not make your journey any less valuable or the people that you help along the way any less transformed. But I think that ads like this, trainings that link launching and truly scaling to huge levels in the same breath really do us a disservice. And one of the number one, I, I don't want to say excuses, maybe it's fears, hesitations that I hear from women coming to me and, and debating whether they're truly ready to launch an online business, the number one thing I hear is, I don't have a business background. I don't know what's realistic. I don't know what's a good timeline. I don't know how to price these things. 
And so it comes down to this limiting belief or fear. I don't have a business background. And so how do I step in? And so I know that many of you may be feeling like, I don't have a business background. I know you're a business lawyer, but I'm not. I know that some of the people who are doing really well have like an MBA, but I don't, or went to business coaching school, but I didn't like, if you're listening to this podcast, there's some gift, some knowledge, some life experience inside of you that you have either recently birthed out into the world, or you are contemplating doing that. And you're looking to me for support on how to do it without losing yourself in the process or doing it in a way that feels organized or building a solid foundation, leaning into routines. So your life doesn't become just pure chaos, layering in running this online business. And so the struggle that I find, and I'm actually, I'm going to be really transparent. I'm personally in this struggle of how to message. I truly value the launch. I truly value the launch, the launch of a business and the launch of a business is not the same as growth and is not the same as scaling. And I'm going to talk through each of these three phases. So whether you have a business background or not, you're going to get value out of this because I'm going to just talk through some of the activities, some of the goals, some of the benchmarks and milestones that you should be focusing on and kind of assessing what phase are you truly in and what activities should you be focusing on to get successfully to the next phase. Because what I know is that somewhere around 80% of businesses fail. What I see, what I witness is that in the online space, I think it's even higher than that. If we were really to look at, you know, there's so many people that aren't registered as an LLC, don't have an EIN, like there's no way of tracking, you know, some of these, some of you as entrepreneurs who are just like, I sold out a workshop in my hometown and had 30 women come and it was really beautiful. Like you are in business, you're not being included in the statistics, right? When you're doing things online or maybe in person and just a little bit off the cuff, right? I think that it's even higher. And I don't say that to scare you. I say it because you may have just like done a tiny offering or stepped out of your shell saying, I think I'm gonna do this. And then gone back into your shell, like a little baby turtle being like, hi world, you're scary, but I think I'm gonna come out. No, just kidding, going back into my shell. And I think there's more and more of that because more and more light workers and healers are truly feeling like this is a now thing. I think I wanna bring my gifts out to the world. What's that gonna look like? And then peeking out and maybe being like, oh gosh, I just saw an ad that I'm supposed to be going from selling out a 30 person workshop to eight figures. Ah, that's not me. That feels scary back into my shell. <laughs> right? I don't know if you've ever felt this way, especially like, I love the beautiful connectedness of social media, of the online space of, you know what? I actually was exposed to, I don't even know how I found this person's website, maybe through an ad. Yesterday, I got exposed to somebody's website and how they have you walk through an application process to apply to work with them. And they're using a really cool new software I'd never heard of for making that an interactive application. And because I went down that rabbit hole for like five minutes, I saved the link of what that application is. And I think I'm going to start using it in my business. And so the, there can be really fun. Oh my gosh, I didn't know about this thing. But there can also be, oh my gosh, this is too scary. Their goals are way bigger than what my goals currently feel like I can expand to. That feels like I'm never going to get there going back into my shell. And I think the statistics, if you were to look at specifically women who launch some kind of a small offering, the first thing out to the world through an online business, especially if it's around healing or support or guiding or mentoring, and then being like, ah, how do I hold this? 
how do I hold this and expand it? How do I hold this, expand it, and maybe potentially one day really grow it to six, seven, eight figures? And part of the reason I said I've been struggling with how to participate in this is that I truly care the most right now in my current offerings around the launch phase. I know that I'm really excited about some offerings I'm going to be putting out more around the growth phase. And there's really beautiful mentors and trainers who are already supporting the scale phase. And so we're going to talk through each of those phases. And I'm going to mention like some of the things I have going on right now, depending on what phase you're in, because you may want to plug yourself in to little next steps. Okay. So let's talk about the launch phase. Many women come to me and say, I have an idea. I have seven trainings. I have 15 years of experience. I have been doing my own healing. You know, I've healed myself of X, Y, or Z. And I, this, this is how I did it. And I want to help others to have a similar journey. And so it's the knowing, the whisper, the understanding, the inner guidance saying like, this feels like a now thing, but I literally don't even know how to bring these ideas out to like a thing, out to an offering, out to a link that people could hire me through, right? What does that look like? And that's when I often hear a lot of, I don't have a business background. I just know that through this, this, and this modality combined together, I created my own, you know, personal experience and I, I've now kind of documented it and I could put that out to the world and dot, dot, dot. What do I do next, right? And so when you're in this launch phase, some of the things that you want to be focusing on are getting really clear on your aligned priority. So I actually have a past podcast episode about your number one aligned priority. And we go through this in my signature group program, Aligned to Ignite, and figuring out what your aligned priority is, and then three supporting goals. So figuring out what you want to actually prioritize, what are you trying to achieve through launching this business, launching this offering, bringing it out to the world, and then three distinctive supporting goals that are going to help move the needle forward towards that one priority. The three goals don't all have to be business. And this sometimes surprises my clients that like one of your three supporting goals might be take a walk outside in the sunshine every day. And then one of them might be around honing your aligned offering. And one of them might be around learning how to hire a virtual assistant. Like those are three distinctive things that could all be going towards an aligned priority of launching my group program, my one-on-one -on -one support, like bringing that out to the world by X date, okay? And so priorities, goal setting, figuring out what are the actions you should be taking? Do you need a virtual assistant? Do you not? Can you do this on your own? Do you have a budget for software? Do you not? Launch phase activities are gonna be looking at really creating an aligned offering that you could see yourself offering over and over and over because you're going to be putting time and effort into creating the mechanics of how this offering is going to happen. And if you aren't thoughtful about the process or, you know, for me, I use a decisions by design method and that entire method gets taught inside of Align to Ignite. Then if you are just kind of like cobbling together an offering, you put it out to the world, you've launched it. But if you didn't do it in a way that is repeatable, like that you didn't organize it at all, you didn't document it at all, you did everything off of the cuff, if you were completely in the feminine flow, then you might come back and be like, wow, that was, went great or it didn't, I don't know. Um, but that took a lot of energy to do that and I didn't document it at all. So the next time I wanna launch the same thing or bring it out to the world in a different way, I've gotta start from scratch again. Like that launch phase can be a lot of trial and error, let's be honest. And so having a mentor in the launch phase 
could really help you to understand your messaging, like figuring out, and maybe this doesn't matter. I'm going to be really honest. Maybe some of the things that I teach don't matter to the person who's clicking that YouTube video and being in the very like bro marketing hustle mentality of like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I don't care if it resonates with me. I don't care if it's authentic. I just want to know how to scale to eight figures from where I'm at right now. Like that mindset around launching and growing a business, I'm guessing is very different from yours because so many of you reach out to me and say, I want to do this, but I have to feel authentic. I have to feel like it's really embodying the voice that I want to bring out. I need to do some healing so that I don't get as triggered when people who I care about think that I'm crazy. I need to support my nervous system while I'm expanding into doing more screen time. Like for some people, they can just step into the bro marketing and be like, I have no idea what this guy was teaching on the ad, but I'm just going to assume that many people teach something that's like really high volume of outreach or hiring someone to book you sales calls or like this big, very bro marketing approach, working the numbers. Okay. Whereas I know that you don't want to work the numbers. And so what's really important is to slow down to get some of the messaging. So if you have ever been exposed to or heard of me teaching a program that I call claim it and call it in, that could be a good first thing for you in the launch phase to say, I'm going to work with Chelsea to claim my signature transformation and then learn how to call in my sole clients. And so in that container, we're actually helping you with messaging because what I hear at the end of that container sometimes is like, I didn't really know what to expect to be like to come out of this, but what I'm feeling is I can now actually speak about what I want to do without feeling crazy or without feeling like I need to take seven minutes to explain to someone with a complex formula of what I do. And, and now I can say it very succinctly and it lands on people and just getting to that place where you can speak out loud, open that throat chakra use your voice, let your inner knowing come through your words. Sometimes you really need to work on that before you can even think about what you're going to be offering. Because I know for many of you, sensitive souls, empaths, healers, light workers, what you're doing is complicated, right? Like, or maybe not complicated, but just, it can feel like it's hard for you to communicate, to be like, Hey, I know you've never been exposed. Um, you know, like recently I brought on Lisa Keegan to the podcast and, you know, she was talking about infoceuticals. That is not a mainstream term. And so when you're thinking about how do I explain something that 99.9% of people have never heard of, whether it be aromatherapy or flower essences or breath work or meditation, like some of these things that you're immersed in are so foreign to so many people. And so one of the things we talk about in Claim It and Call It In is where do you think your person is in their journey? Are they very like enmeshed in this work already? And you're like the third person they're coming to because you have a higher level of expertise than the first or second person that like introduced them to microdosing, introduced them to, you know, learning how to sync their cycle or, or be intuitive with their cyclical living. Like some of the things that women, especially going through this program recently, it's about, are you the first person or are you the second, third, fourth, fifth person? Are you the expert. And I know a lot of women really cringe from that word, but are you at a level of expertise? Like, are you a Reiki master or have you gone through level one? Are you just getting your certification in something or do you have 50 years of experience? And so figuring out where in the journey can be incredibly helpful because if you realize that who you want to help in this launch phase, if you're like, my signature transformation is actually going to be about introducing people to aromatherapy introducing people to 
meditation and breath work as a way back to their body and healing their trauma, then how you are going to message that and speak to your soul client is going to be very different than if you say, I've been doing this for 30 years. I really need to be speaking to the person who's worked with all the other people in my field who are at a lower level, love them, but they're ready to like dive deep. You're going to be messaging very differently, right? And so for many of the students coming through Claim It and Call It In, it's somewhere around like, I'm an introduction, like beginner verbiage, maybe a little bit more advanced, but this person is like coming to me as someone to guide them. So deciding where on the journey your soul client is in relation to the transformation that you offer, that's really well covered in the experience of Claim It and Call It In. If you have gone through that and are looking for the next step, or if you're like, I feel pretty good on my messaging, I need to figure out what I'm selling. Like, how do I turn this into something? That's really where the Aligned to Ignite experience comes. Aligned to Ignite is all about over the course of six months together. There's a six month container and you can always click through and see if enrollment is open. If there are spots open, there's limited spots in that container. You can enroll as long as there's a spot open. And so what happens is in the first 90 days, you actually get exposure to all of the decisions by design laid out to help you to lay the foundation of your first aligned offering. It could be polishing up an old aligned offering or an offering that didn't feel so aligned of really stepping back to say, okay, I've I've been selling this, but it's messy. My onboarding isn't good. People aren't buying. People are complaining about the price. Like, okay, well, if you have something and you think you could work with it, you can also come into Aligned to Ignite And we're going to actually help to polish up not only the actual offering, but your sustainable sales strategy, the marketing of it, how to be visible around it and creating a sacred sales event and what that's going to look like for you to bring it back out into the world and kind of a a new shined up version. And then the remaining months in the program are around uh, igniting your strategy using my Ignite Your Growth framework and igniting your strategy of how that can have really get some legs and start to shift into thinking about your, your entire client journey and the longevity of your business. Those are all things you do in a launch phase. How are you messaging yourself? Who do you want to be speaking to and working with? Creating an offering that you can start to monetize. Getting some of these strategies under your belt of looking at, do you want to be exploring email marketing? Do you need to hire a bookkeeper? Do you need a virtual assistant? Like maybe just being exposed to what does, what's all involved in running an online business? Oh gosh, I didn't know that maybe I should have some contracts. Cool. In Align to Ignite, you get exposed to Um, a really beautiful lawyer who works with creative owners and has templates and you get exposed to her. You get exposed to the email marketing gal that I trust. You get exposed to my bookkeeper. You get exposed to mindset trainers. You get exposed to, and so if you're new in business, sometimes it can be like, I don't know what I don't know. And my whole vision for Align to Ignite, and I'm not going to like hammer this home. This is not a commercial for the program, but the whole vision is that you can come into that program, even uncertain about what you're going to offer or with an offering and go through the process of both healing and strategy so that you come out on the other side with at least one offering that you can truly master marketing, selling, delivering on, and then continuing to expand. Those are all things that are appropriate for the launch phase, especially if you just want to like stay in your lane and set some milestones and then be like, okay, what's next? What's next? So let's talk about phase two. That is growth phase or expansion phase, right? So we're going to talk about, we're going to call it's either launch or birth phase, growth and expansion phase. 
And then, you know, scale is like the more marketing term. This is going to be phase three scale, or maybe I'll come up with a really fun name for that more in like intuitive terms by the time I get to phase three. Well, let's talk about what could or should be happening in the growth or expansion phase. This is where you're going to be really looking at how do you grow your capacity? You can grow your capacity for generating new leads. You need to grow your capacity for onboarding more students or clients into the offerings that you have. You may want to be growing your capacity of serving clients in more than one offering, like having multiple tiers of your services or different containers or programs that you offer, maybe one-on-one and a membership and a group program, right? You might also want to be thinking about expanding by having a virtual assistant or different key players in your team and understanding what type of virtual assistant do I need? Do I need a copywriter, a graphic designer, a lead generator? Like those are, in this day and age, there are highly specialized people who understand how to do small parts. You might need an online business manager. You might need a different level of strategy and coaching and mentoring because you've never been in this phase before. You may be thinking about the client journey. And so this is really where you want to clean up things because before you get into scale, you really want to have a foundation to say, like, at least in my opinion, and some people feel very differently about this, but most of my clients really want to come to me saying, I desire to make sure I'm doing this well. I want to make sure I'm protecting my family. I want to make sure I'm running my finances properly. And so if you were exposed to certain things, especially if you go through a line to ignite, you might be like, I love that I met a lawyer and a bookkeeper, but I'm so focused right now. Like, I'm not going to judge you. You don't have to put pieces in place that you don't need the second if you feel comfortable with the risk. And then saying maybe in the growth phase, you're like, okay, I set up all the checkouts for my aligned offerings. And now I'm going to go back and make sure that each of them has terms and conditions. And my website has a privacy policy and, you know, being really clear on what my refund policy is or is not. So that in this growth phase, you're kind of doing things in a way that's going to have that masculine support to say, you are safe. You have made these decisions. Yes, maybe you need to invest a little bit of money or a little bit of time, but then you have this like layer of peace of mind. I think that's really important in the growth phase. These trainers saying, hey, you're launching a business scale to eight figures are not talking about this. And so if you just scale, 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 at some point you're going to realize, gosh, I scaled to a place where I'm charging $20,000 for people to work with me for six weeks. And I did a payment plan over six months and they stopped paying. And I have no contract in place to say that they need to pay me the rest. And that could be a reality if you have not taken some of these steps. I'm not saying that to scare you, but I'm saying that if you desire safety, if you desire to have that foundation, then the growth phase is probably where that's going to happen. Unless you're very risk averse and you're like, I need that in place before I do anything. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's why in Align to Ignite, I expose you to the steps of what you're going to need as you step into that growth phase. And you can always come back to the replays of everything and be like, oh yeah, I'm ready to invest a little bit back from that launch that I just did. I want to invest some of it back into, you know, some legal templates and also a virtual assistant to help me like get all my checkouts working properly. Okay. So those are things that I see in the growth phase. Yes. You probably also want to be thinking about growth of, you know, like thinking about how you're going to find your leads, choosing maybe in the launch phase, you got to a place where you're just posting consistently on Instagram and growing a feed there. 
Maybe in the growth phase, you add in a podcast, or maybe you don't want to create more, but you want to figure out a way to get booked onto other podcasts or to start speaking at events or to start doing in-person events that might lead to more people that come into your online world. And so choosing one, maybe two strategies about how to grow your audience, how to generate more leads from the people in that audience. It might be that in this phase, you're setting up an opt-in, a freebie. Like you hear these marketing terms that really just mean something of value that you create as a digital asset that people are going to give their email address and you're going to have an automated way to send it to them. This could be a really cool audio series. It could be a, a video that only people on your email list get access to. It could be a free PDF. It could be any number of things, right? And so you might be looking at having some free ways to attract individuals who are kind of the next natural step after that free thing would be something that you do that's paid. And then thinking through like, how are you going to create that as a fluid conversation? You can do that through email marketing. You can do it through text marketing. You can do it through many chat. Like there's all kinds of different ways. Only you are going to know as you get exposed to some of these decisions and maybe talk through some strategies and, and really, in my opinion, and I'm fairly new in my own, own human design experiment of how to bring my human design into my business as a foundation, the growth phase, like if you did not have exposure to human design in the launch and birthing of your business, in the growth and expansion phase, I'm coming to believe it's actually critical <laughs> to be working with a mentor or a business coach who understands your human design so that you're creating a business that you're going to be obsessed with, that you're, that's going to feel an alignment, that's not going to drain you, that's not going to be having you be in you know, a mode of just doing the shoulds. And so in the growth and expansion phase, if you have not yet dove into human design or working with a business coach like myself, who's gonna be supporting women and exploring their human design as they are deciding things in their business, like I am fairly early in this journey, I'm going through a certification right now so that I can offer this because I feel like it's so critical. And I wanna be able to marry those two for women who are in the growth phase also, it's introduced in Align to Ignite. I'm also going to be putting out some other launch and birth phase containers soon. And so these are some, just some really great things to know about. If you're in the launch phase, claim it and call it in, Aligned to Ignite, my 90-day idea to aligned offering uh, free workshop. Uh, I have a free quiz that's going to be coming out soon. If you go to my website, chelseafournier.com, their quiz may or may not be up by the time you listen to this if you're on the replay. And so then... In the growth and expansion, I am going to be having support around helping people to infuse human design in making the decisions for how to have an entire client journey to create funnels. You hear that term, that marketing term of funnels, and it can be like, ah, that feels so stressful. But if you really just think about it as the beautiful expansion of your client journey, it can be very grounding to be like, what's the next natural thing? The person who finishes this type of work with me would desire. And to really map that out can be a really beautiful relationship building experience. Not like, gosh, I hope if I, you know, send this out to hundred people, I hope 70 people link and, or click the link and 20 of them buy and 15 of them upgrade. And like, there is that element of running an online business, looking at conversion, which is also smart to be exploring in the growth and expansion phase of understanding your numbers. But it's also just a really great place to infuse your human design so that you're building a business that you're going to be able to hold and allow to potentially get into the phase three, which is scaling. Now in scaling, and I haven't come up with a fun, sexy word. If someone has one, <laughs> let me know. But scaling 
is that third phase is where, gosh, in the launch phase and the growth phase, you could have achieved six figures, a hundred percent. You can absolutely, especially if you're working with me and what I teach in the launch birth phases, right? And the growth and expansion, you're going to be able to have the foundation to get to six figures. If you desire to have more, or if you are like, hey, I went through all of those things and I didn't hit six figures, that's okay. You started at a certain starting point and then you're continuing on. And if you infuse the longevity core value, then it's like, okay, well, just the next inevitable thing. And so scaling is really going to be around looking at how this business can grow with or without you. I'm going to say that it's like you're giving a heartbeat to your business. This is where you are very likely to be investing in maybe even less of a program or a coach, but more of a mentor, like someone who's going to be in your business with you, helping you to map things out, much more customized mentoring and coaching, maybe VIP days where you fly in to work with your mentor, really map things out. You are very likely going to be hiring some kind of an online business manager like Jennifer Benefield, who I recently brought onto the podcast. You're going to be looking at bringing on a team like Khadija Stegall has you know, Thrive Virtually, her virtual assistant um, team, where you actually, instead of just like hiring someone on Fiverr to make a graphic, now you're saying, no, I need a team that's going to actually understand or a virtual assistant who really has a lot of capacity so that I can have an idea and implement it and get it out there, right? And so the scaling really is, like, there's no way around this. It's helping the business to have a heartbeat with or without you. So that if you're on vacation and a student cannot log in, to their Kajabi or their Kartra, right? That they can still get a support, you know, support at chelseafornier.com or team at blah, 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 or your virtual assistant's name at your website. And they can actually get support. They can get access. Maybe there's standards of procedures at this point. You're definitely going to need more documentation than you probably like doing. And so you may need to hire someone. You may want a copywriter. Like some of the things that you had time and capacity to do, I think really here, it's breathing life. That's what I'm going to call it. Scaling is breathing life into the business itself to say, you cannot be touching every aspect of your business at seven or eight figures, right? That's what this guy was saying that sparked this topic today. Seven to eight figures, you cannot be touching every aspect. You cannot be posting every single post live. You cannot be editing your own videos, editing your podcast, putting up your show notes, like Some of the things you may have capacity for, even if you don't love doing it or know that it's not the best use of your time, you're literally won't have capacity. And so it's breathing actual life into the business itself. This is where so many of the trainings and ads are focused is like scale, scale, scale. But I just want to ask you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, if I say you need to go hire an online business manager and a virtual assistant team what the F would you have them do, (laughs) right? Like, are you clear enough on what you're doing and clear that your systems and methods and decisions are getting good results that you're really at a capacity to scale? Do you trust that if you had someone generating more leads for you that they would convert? Do you trust that if you were dumping money into ads that people get really great transformation from the container that you're offering in the ad? Like there's just a realistic expectation. There's a life cycle. I feel like sometimes when I see these ads, it's like someone literally trying to say spring and summer don't exist. Does that make sense? Like, of course we need winter, spring, summer, and fall. And sometimes when I hear these ads, it's like, nope, spring and summer don't exist. Exist. You're just going to go from winter to fall and then winter to fall and then winter to fall. And it's like, 
wait, what? No, of course you have to go through all of the phases of growing an online business. And this is really where I'm not saying I never say never. I'm not saying I'm never going to get to the place where I'm offering really amazing support in the scale and breathing life into the business itself phase. But for me right now, my heart is just saying, I know there are so many of you listening to this podcast right now, or you're going to hear it in the future that are sitting on the idea, sitting on the glimmer, sitting on the gift, sitting on the knowing, sitting on the thing that actually could help so many people. And you know that it's your life purpose and your higher self is whispering to you and your guides are whispering to you and you're hearing these, seeing these signs and you're seeing the angel numbers and you're like, ah, I know I need to do this thing, but my life already feels full. And I know that I get overwhelmed and the tech piece feels hard. And I don't know how to describe what I do. And I don't know who I would be working with. I have no idea how to price this. I don't know how to set up a Calendly link. Like I'm not saying that you're dumb if you don't know all of these things. There's no reason you would know all of these things until you're immersed in it. And in the launch, birth, and growth expansion phases, I feel like there's not many mentors saying, I'm willing to be here for you. I'm willing to hold space for you on your coaching call, both to discuss the internal healing that's happened and to hold you to a higher level of leadership and support you to say, what's your next step? how can we do this? And to help infuse and teach human design to not have it be me telling you what the next step should be, but if you're a projector inviting you to help explore what your next step could be. If you are a generator asking you what, you know, yes or no questions so you can get that uh uh-huh or uh uh-uh, like helping you to explore this, giving you permission to run the business that you want, that's really where I'm being called right now. And so that's why I, when I heard this ad this morning and I was like, I think this is the topic I'm going to cover this morning. I hope that this is really helpful for you to maybe, you know, one of the very first assignments when students come into Align to Ignite, it's during the orientation packet actually, is I ask you, are you willing to spend a little bit of time to go unsubscribe and unfollow anything that triggers you to feel like you're supposed to be in another phase than you currently are? So if you're in a launch phase, but you're following a lot of influencers who are in scaling phase, like if you really think about it in this way now, if you are comparing yourself to people in scaling, it is unfair to yourself. If you are in launch and you're comparing yourself, if you're being inspired by people who are in the growth phase and it feels great, I love that for you. If you are comparing and you know the difference between feeling inspired by and comparing yourself to, they're two very different energies. And you can look at two Instagram feeds side by side and be like, yep, I know that they are both further ahead than me, but that one inspires me. That one makes me feel shitty about myself. Unfollow the one that makes you feel shitty. Follow the one that makes you feel inspired unless one day it makes you feel shitty and then unfollow. Like it can be this simple, right? And so honoring the phase of business that you're in and the activities and whether it's me or someone, I truly encourage you to explore working with a mentor early in your business. Like I hear from so many of my colleagues that I need to be charging more higher level investments for the programs that I'm offering and the ones that I've discussed. But one of the letters, that's the word I'm looking for. One of the letters in my aligned decision-making framework is always keeping your audience at the heart of your decision. The A and aligned is audience. And if I truly want to be serving the audience of women who are in launch and growth phases, then I am going to price things in a way that feel like they're an amazing energetic exchange, even if it's towards the lower end of what I know the value really is, 
to make it accessible. Now down the road, could I have tiers and up levels and you can, you know, you get just maybe down the road, I'm not actually live in the programs and you get the program and you have to pay to get me live. I don't know. This is part of where I'll be in the growth and scale phase. But right now, the programs that I have in the launch and the birth phase, that first phase of your business, I truly am creating the pricing structure to be where I would have invested in that phase. And the growth and expansion, some of the things coming out that I've got, uh, you know, if you're listening to this live in the next couple months, as, as absolutely by the time we step into the fall, I'm going to be having more of a focus of what offerings I have for those of you who are in, in the growth and expansion phase. You have an offering out there. You're looking at how to put this out and create a bigger impact to have that, you know, six figure for sure come together, be like, that's the goal where I'm working towards and, or maybe growing beyond that. And then the scaling, at least where I'm at currently, I'm like, there's so many amazing people I can point you to. And if you would like to be referred to someone, if you're listening to this podcast and you are higher up on that, like scaling your, your current six figure, you want to get to seven or seven to eight, reach out to me because I'm happy to pass on some of the mentors that I think are really inspiring and doing a really great work around, you know, the intuitive business, bringing human design in, looking at how you can create your team with some of that integrity and integration. So that's what I wanted to share in today's episode. I hope that you got some really great value out of it. I would love if you listen to this, come DM me over on Instagram. I'm at yourroutinequeen.com and DM me what phase you think you're in. And even if you just want to quickly chat about some of the steps that would be appropriate for you, if you don't know, I literally don't pitch people in the DMs. Like, I just think that's icky. I don't pitch you. I might invite you to something because you've expressed like, hey, next time you have this going on, let me know. Or I'd really love to work with you. Let me know the next opportunity. Like, yeah, so if we're having a conversation about something that I am offering, I will follow up with you like a normal human being. But if you DM me, hey, I think I'm in the launch phase. I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, flash sale. You've got to join, claim and call it in today. Um, we can have a conversation. So if you feel inspired to start a conversation, I would love to hear from you. Love to hear what phase of the business you feel like you're in. If you would like some recommendations about what resources paid or even free that I have that would support you in that phase, I'm happy to ask you some more questions, go back and forth and make a recommendation. But I really hope that you got just a lot out of thinking about the distinctive three phases, whether you are getting it twisted and comparing yourself to people in other phases, if it feels inspiring and good, awesome. If it feels like comparitis and judgment of yourself and where you are and that you're behind, not awesome. Take some steps to control and manage your mental health experience around all of the connectedness that we have access to. And I can't wait to have you on the next episode of Your Routine Queen podcast. We've got some great interviews coming up, some new solo topics. So make sure to stay tuned, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening to this somewhere where you can rate or leave a comment, please do so. It really does make a difference and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me to have you part of this community. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and subscribe to your Routine Queen podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, routines and rituals are your friend and part of the path to the next level version of you that is already calling in the business and life that you desire and deserve. See you on the next one.